Hey guys, I'm Norman. And I'm Cassandra. If you enjoy this show, and we hope you do, consider checking out Second Breakfast, our weekend edition podcast exclusively for Patreon supporters. Where we discuss things mostly related to Lord of the Rings, including cast filmographies, The Silmarillion, and much more. For $5 a month, you'll get access to this and other Patreon-exclusive Dueling Genre content. Head over to DuelingGenre.com support to find out more, and thank you very much for listening. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers one chompy minute at a time. <laughs> I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we have uh, Murren Kennedy and Jessa Lowe from Point Break Minute. Happy Friday, guys. Happy Friday. G-I-F. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about Minute 30, which starts with Mary finishing his line from yesterday, uh, Even Move, which talking about the trees. And ends with uh, Mary and Pippin staring in fear, question mark, as this um, orc kind of like chomps at them a little bit. Yeah, he's, he's hungry. He's, yeah, he's very hungry. Uh, so, like I said yesterday, in this minute, we see, um, we see Mortar Orcs, Moria Orcs, and Urukai. So is the Mor- the Moria Orc the one that goes, yeah! Yeah. Okay. So, and you can see some other ones behind him. They don't look quite like him, but I assume that, like, when we see one of them, the ones behind them are also supposed to be so the like, same So they're, like, kind plan. of pasty? Yeah, the, the Moria Orcs are all, like, really pale and, like, really light blue through light green skin. They live, okay. they live underground. Then, yeah. Yeah. And then, the and they have the red eyes, and... And that one's name is Schnaga. He's the one whose name I know. That's awesome. Schnaga. That's that's accurate for him, I think. Then we all know what the Urukai look like. Mm-hmm. And then the other kind of like purple skinned orcs are the Mordor orcs, the ones that are wearing like the animal claws mm-hmm. and stuff in uh-huh. their armor, and they're much smaller than the Urukai, mm-hmm. but they're not as small as the Moria orcs. orcs. Ah. Makes sense. Yeah. So we get to see all three of like those costumes and some of those prosthetics again. Awesome. Yeah. This this minute has uh, more of my most quoted lines from this trilogy in it. <laughs> <laughs> we had nothing but yeah. for three stinking days. Yeah. That is Andy Circus. That, oh, oh, that's oh, that makes sense. So and so is yeah, or oh, Schnaga is also Andy Circus. Just the voice. The voice just anyway. The voices. Yeah, yeah. So big mm-hmm. guy. Um, he has the white hand of Saruman on him. So, what what is that? Like, in my mind, Sauron just has, like, a vat of paint, and then he just kind of finger paints random yeah. things. Each each one of those helmets is his actual hand, so he had to do all That's what I was 10, thinking. And then Big Guy just got caught in the line of fire? Or, like, is there an actual, like, thing where, with his handprints? Like, is that a war thing? Or? Uh, well, we see... Uh, I we think it's s- just war paint, right? Yeah, and we see other orcs giving them to other... We see oh, Urukai okay. giving them to other Urukai mm. in the first oh, yeah. movie. And, like, it's they just... psych themselves up with it. Like, they, we don't see them, like, dip their hands in paint, but we see them putting their hands on each other to make the symbols. It's like a, yeah, so it's like their war their war symbol, their war cry. Yeah. It's just okay. the, the symbol of Saruman is the white hands, and they're his army, so every, mem- every soldier in the army bears his hand. Okay, okay. Not a personal thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, it wasn't sense. it wasn't his choice. Yeah, he's not to just be like, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, he would do it personally. He's that big yeah. of an egomaniacal narcissist. Oh, Believe- Saruman? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I just felt so sorry for the extras in this scene. Like, so the yeah one, um, he has like gloopy stuff in his mouth that kind of like spits out a little bit. I know what that is, too. Oh, what? So what is that? It's so gross. Uh, so uh, orcs don't bleed red, right? Yeah. Orcs bleed black. Because then it would be rated R. Right. But orcs bleed oh, black. funny. And because they have black blood... All the places on a person that are like pinkish or reddish, where a lot of our blood vessels are like yeah. really close to the surface, on an orc would, would be black, be black okay. which includes like their gums and their tongue and the way that they achieved this effect. And I like licorice. Ew. But this sounds <laughs> disgusting to have to slosh around, to have to slosh around licorice mouthwash oh. to dye the inside of your mouth black. Oh and to dye God. your teeth black. That's oh, so which gross. I just reminded myself of another note for Worm Tongue, which is somewhat unfortunate. Okay. They yeah. originally made fake teeth for him to wear that oh. were like gross but not over exaggerated because Worm Tongue's kind of slimy. And yeah. then, but he couldn't talk through it without lisping. So they just did it without <laughs> him. And uh, I can't, right now, I can't remember who it was off the set. Uh, it was either Philip or Fran, like, came in and, like, how come he's not. How how come he's uh, still wearing the teeth? How come he's still wearing the teeth? And they're like, he he's he's not. Oh no! Those, those are his teeth. Oh, so that's, the, that's rough. Uh, <laughs> which is sad yeah, and a little know, funny. Roll with it. Roll with it, I guess. And you know, making me feel bad for Warm Tongue. Yeah. But yeah, licorice mouthwash is how they dyed the orcs' teeth and inside of their mouths black. Yeah. When when Jessa and I first started dating, I was playing uh, the character of Tartuffe on stage who is a, a sort of um if you don't know it's from a play by moliere uh and he's a swindler basically and um they wanted me to look gross um and i put yellow lacquer on my teeth um so i kind of know how that how that is uh <laughs> it was it was pretty gross um and i had to brush my teeth after every performance and sort of Ew, scrub to get that it sounds off really uncomfortable yeah yeah, I, had no I imagine idea. these guys were happy to clean the clean the licorice out of their mouths. Yeah, yeah at yeah. least it tastes. A, you know, I, although I'd probably be pretty tired of licorice after doing that. Yeah, <laughs> Just having it in my mouth for you know however many takes. Ugh. It's all gloopy and. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, it does. It's interesting. It does kind of sound like uh, I, I I had a note that like the orcs sound like they have tar in their mouths when they talk. That's what it looks like or too. Throat, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's effective. Yeah. That might just be like an Andy Circus thing too cuz he's really good at the weird gross yeah guttural. <laughs> well, he's yeah, I mean stuff. he's like doing he's like doing Looney Tunes voices yeah. for these orcs. Yeah. It's pretty great. We were saying off mic that the Schnaga sounds like one of the one of the weasels from Roger Rabbit. From, from yeah. Roger yeah. Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, see? Yeah. He's like he's a cartoon gangster. Why does that orc have that voice? Yeah. yeah. I like the way he says fresh. <laughs> Imagine him going up to like Subway and says fresh and he's like yeah, why didn't why didn't they use that in some ads? It's just like yeah, what been about the, these? The new, they have the fresh new spokes, the new spokesperson for Subway with instead of you know, licorice Yeah, better than Jared. Oh my gosh, it's a flesh eating orc. Yeah, 
tar colored beet. Yeah. It's, like, it's fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Have a foot long. They're fresh. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> so funny. That's brilliant. Perfect. Cut it, print it, do it. Make it happen. Yeah. Apparently, though, they, they turned down all kinds of offers for different ads across the course of filming this movie. Really? Yeah, I believe yeah, it. The, uh, and that's nice because it doesn't, it would have cheapened it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you... I mean, they did, they did agree to some ads with some cars and Arwen's Chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember seeing those, like, daily on TV. And, like, yeah. all the Air New Zealand stuff, too, yeah. right? Yeah. I guess there were, like, other airlines that... W- some of the stuff that they wanted to buy, like Air New Zealand, they wouldn't sell them. Some of the shots of some of the mountains where, like, no one had really been before, oh. they didn't sell them those shots. Oh. We we took the we took the trouble to do this. We're not just going to sell it to anyone. Yeah. yeah. So some of the stuff like that that they didn't sell, specifically a lot of the stuff over the tops of uh, the Misty Mountains is stuff that they call out that they didn't sell for ad revenue. Mm-hmm. Good Which for I think is kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I think of, like, movie studios being like, no, we're going to sell every piece we can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they, they kept it together here. They didn't they didn't go overboard. Yeah, Although much, there was... How much of that is, like, a studio decision and how much of that is, like, the director's decision? I don't know. I really don't know. Hmm. I imagine that's part of the contract when they sign on to make the movie in the first place. That's fair. Is, like, how much control goes where. I don't really know much about that process. I do know that... I, I do remember, though, that there was... An incredible amount of marketing for these movies oh, yeah. when they were coming out. They yeah. were like inescapable. Well, in a they're bad way. Really, really expensive to make. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Try their they needed to recoup them. that cost whether or not they were successful at the box office. Mm-hmm. 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 Because as Carl Urban pointed out uh, on the commentary uh, a little while ago with some of the Amher stuff, they spent as much money as would normally be spent to make your average film in New Zealand just to clear paths to get to some of the places they filmed in. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh my god. Very, very ambitious, to yeah. say the least. Yeah. So that's a pretty interesting fact as far as the cost of this movie compared to the cost of films that are made in New Zealand in right. general. Yeah, yeah. New Zealand, I mean, yeah, New Zealand is different from the United States, obviously. Not a booming movie, uh, movie center, but... Yeah, mm-hmm. but you think every studio time. in the world would be wanting to make movies there after this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it changed everything. And I'm sure their tourist industry just exploded. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Power Rangers has been being made there since the mid 2000s. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah, wasn't um Xena also filmed in? Xena and Hercules were filmed in yeah. New Zealand too. Yeah, and Carl Urban was uh on some of those. Who is he in those? Is I, he just a random guy, or is he I like mean, a major recurring guy? I don't know. I think he was on several episodes of Xena. I haven't watched them. I just looked on his IMDb, but he was, he was mm. on several episodes, so it must mm. have been recurring in some way. <laughs> I love those shows. I yeah, they're great. It, it, I, 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 I throw on some Xena every time I'm, like, sick in bed. and just, like, watch a couple of those. They got, you know, Lucy Lawless was almost in this movie. Oh, she would have been great. Yeah. Uh, who would, who was, would she have played? Uh, was it Galadriel? Yeah, yeah. I think it was yeah, Galadriel. That makes sense. I mean, uh, Kate Blanchett gives it a little more uh, gravitas, I think, but yeah. Yeah, she would have been good. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to watch these with Lucy Laws and not been like, when's she going to do the yell? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I think like, so I, I think every time I see Lucy Laws, I'm just like, is she going to do it? Are they going to yeah. reference Zena? And it would have been uh, odd to see her playing, you know, that uh, the Galadriel, I, you know, 
you always want to see her as like a warrior character. Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. want to see her with the leather armor and the the sword, not just sort of floating around in silks. You know, she's in the that uh, Battlestar Galactic yeah, she series, is. right? Oh, really? I haven't, I haven't seen any yeah, Battlestar. She's, so she's super good in it. Yeah, the only yeah, Battlestar I've seen is the original Battlestar. You should watch it. <laughs> it's a great, great TV show. The original I've seen a couple episodes of. It's it's fun, but it's... yeah, the, the the reboot is or the the reimagining, as he says, is uh, mm-hmm. I think it's terrific. I think it's still still one of the best TV shows of the last twenty years. Yeah, for Mar-a-Lo sure. Loves it. I love that show. Yeah, it's, it's, it's terrific. So, so we, I think ooh. we have yet to discuss. Uh, the the elephant in the room. Yeah. Yes. I was yeah. literally about to segue into this. Okay, good. Be my guest. <laughs> so there's the three orcs. There's um, little Cockney guy. There's big guy. There's, there's eat, eat fresh. There's uh... yeah, big guy. And then there's parrot chompy. So parrot chompy. He's the little one that's kind of nasty, and he makes those little teeth. Nasty. Yeah, kind of little teeth chops and chomps and like little tongue wiggles and he's got that purple skin and his little mouth is just shaped just ever so slightly like a parakeet so (laughs) yeah so all my notes are just i'm obsessed with parrot chompy all in caps and then (laughs) parrot chompy you nasty so it's like you cad yeah he is bad yeah those are all my notes for the minute. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great, great notes. And I and I knew exactly who you meant when know, you said that off really mic funny. the first time. <laughs> Parrot Chompy. Oh yeah, I got that. Yeah, I, I did not. Like. I did not know what what it was, but yeah, Norman knew exactly exactly what orc uh, was talking and, about. And Parrot Chompy is voiced by a guy named uh, Jim Dunk. Jim Dunk. Jim Dunk. All right. So. We have we have him to thank for that very Hannibal Lecter like uh, performance. Yeah. yeah, he really at the very end of this yeah. minute just a... he like goes for it. Yeah, he he really does. <laughs> yeah. He really goes for it. Uh, yeah. Much to uh, Mary and Pippin's horror and yeah. chagrin, they're a little embarrassed. I think they're like, oh. like, is this guy really doing this right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm more scared of the guy that was just like they're fresh and like who's this yeah. freak? Yeah. They're about to be more scared of this guy. Yes. Yeah. 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 And he's got We're going to get considerably more parrot chomping. <laughs> yes. And he gets just this lovely little like tufts of long hair that are just like stringy off the side of his head. And he's got like yeah. bear claws and the ratty fur of his armor. And To me, he, he for some reason, he always reminds me of like an old crone kind of looking like. Totally. Yeah. He, he like kind a of looks he's like got, a he's witch. got that wicked witch vibe. Yeah, yeah, wicked yeah. witch for sure. That's that's like uh, the, the shape of his face and the the way he he moves a little bit. But what about so like very his... uh, even compared to a lot of the other orcs, you know? So this is a bit of an understatement, I guess, considering orcs in general have very cartoony features. But he has a particularly cartoony face. Yeah, yes. I think it's yes. his nose. It's the nose and how yeah. far like the droops of his lips like yes. go down to his chin. Mm-hmm. It creates Almost so he has like a totally, he has like a ridged bottom jaw. Yeah. Yeah. He reminds me also of like a Skeksy from the Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's waiting yeah. for him to squawk out trial by stone <laughs> trial to yeah. see who's going to eat Mary and Pippin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in the middle of this minute, uh, Anurakai picks up Mary and Pippin. Um, and I, that, I don't know, maybe that comes up in the next minute, but I wasn't exactly sure why or what was happening with that he pulls them back into their bigger group of urukai to like 
keep them away from oh. the Mordor orcs and the Moria orcs. Who want to eat them? Yeah. Who want to eat them? They are not for eating. Fish are not food. <laughs> Fish are friends. Fish are friends, not food. <laughs> but uh, they don't think the hobbits are friends. They just no, they just no, know they're, they're just not, not food. They're just not for eating. They're to return to Saruman alive and unspoiled. So I'm 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 curious as to why he's so hung up on alive. Yeah. Like and because if they're not the right hobbits, he wants to be able to at, he wants to figure out which one of the hobbits well, is. Well, no, I mean I know why he wants them alive. But like Parrot Chompy is like alive? Like why, why alive? Yeah. Well, he doesn't know. He's just hungry. I I do like his question because it is very uh it's particularly vicious in a way. It's very animalistic. It's like, why? Do they make good sport? Yeah, what, yeah, what? That, that is good. Good sport is great. Like, like, he likes to play with his food before eating it. Oh. Like, like, what What would sport be? Like, chasing them around, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. That's a sport. They're like three feet tall. They're small. They're good at hiding. Yeah, Maybe cutting off their limbs bit by bit. Oh. Well, that's what they want to do. Yeah. They don't need I mean, they those. don't need their legs. Yeah. They don't need their legs. <laughs> But no, alive and unspoiled. And that's what Saruman said, and the Urkai are going to follow those orders, damn it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That this, uh, this guy's not about to let these Mordor orcs do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. These lowly Mordor orcs. <laughs> They're inferior to, the, to the, the perfect Urukai. So why are the Moria orcs even here? Because some of them chased the Fellowship out of Moria. So part of these are some of the group that left Moria. Oh, oh wow. And they just, but like, they, like, had to go around Lothlorien, right? Well, if they hugged the mountain, they eventually come to Isengard. They're out trying to find the fellowship because they're just and like they where they go. The... And they come across some of the either the Urukai or Mordor orcs that were in the area, and they kind of form rank, yep. get together. And Saruman's just like, "Well, I'm after all. I'm after these four hobbits and four dudes that came out of the Misty Mountain." So okay, that makes sense. Just tag along with my guys; you'll get some revenge. I mean, I know they killed a bunch of you guys in there, but you know why the Moria orcs mad? They killed the Balrog. <laughs> Yeah, you think they would be thankful for that. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, you know, thanks for killing that. All he did was boss us around the way that we bossed the cave troll around, and that's not okay. Maybe it was their deity. Yeah, they, they worshipped it? Yeah. Mostly out of fear. Yeah. I, I yeah. still think that most of them would be glad that it's gone. <laughs> or maybe, you know, maybe across his fight with the Balrog, Gandalf killed, like, half the population of orcs in Moria. That's also true. Between the Balrog and Gandalf just throwing fire and lightning around. <laughs> well, could... So the Moria could the Moria orcs just like leave whenever they wanted, or were they stuck there? Well, I'm, the back door was open. I mean, there oh, were orcs yeah. up above the the door side of the bridge, mm-hmm. firing at it. So yeah. they could have left whenever. And I I, so. we do, and we know that orcs do come out of Moria to range, uh, because that's what killed. Is it Elrond's kids? One of his kids. His oh. wife. His wife killed his wife. Or oh. not his? He didn't kill his wife, but like. Gravely wounded her, and then she had to go to Elf Heaven. Yeah. Oh. So we do know that orcs in the Misty Mountains, like they come out of Moria to kill elves. Cause trouble. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess the Balrog was just an acceptable roommate for them. They just like, yeah, we'll stay here in the dark with the Balrog. <laughs> nah, man. I mean, I feel like I feel like they'd be happy the Balrog's gone. I bet they're real happy that the Watcher's dead. Mm. Probably dead. Maybe dead. I don't know if they're happy about the Balrog because then they wouldn't like. They, now they have to pay for heating. Now they got to pay for lights. Like the Balrog is just like a walking fire demon. Like that's true. There's just yeah. heating. Just... Yeah, he just he just he just sits under a vent at the bottom of the mountain. Yeah. you know, <sighs> chills out. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, I don't know though, man. Balrog just seems like a bastard. I don't know if they'd want to. I mean, they have a pretty high tolerance. They're orcs. Yeah, 
And they do keep cave trolls as pets. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. I don't know. I'm sure some of them are happy the Balrog's gone. It's just like, that guy was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we like to ask our guests a little bit about their background with Lord of the Rings. Like, either yeah. the movies or the books or, like, what, um, what brought you guys to to these movies once upon a time well i um my dad read the hobbit to me as a child um Mm -hmm. so i definitely uh knew that and i think aside from that i think just when they came out in theaters it looked looked cool i knew it was Mm -hmm. connected to the hobbit i don't think i read the fellowship the the lord of the rings trilogy as books before the movies came out but i'm not entirely sure now um, it was. It would have been around the same time. I might have read them after, like just after they the first one came out and started reading the books. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely. You know, the first thing I remember is is the Hobbit, um, that book, and being nice. uh, you know quite quite enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I'm pretty sure I saw all three in theaters. Um, I I I think I I might have been too young for Fellowship. I might I might not have gotten to that one, but I remember seeing the two towers in theaters. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, I was wasn't allowed to see them uh, the first two in theaters because I was too young. Um, but then I got really into it in like sixth grade and like mm-hmm. went through a huge Lord of the Rings like marathon um, and uh, was able to see the third one in a second run theater. Um, and I grew up watching that Hobbit cartoon movie. I don't know if you guys remember yeah. that. Yeah. Down, um, down to Goblin Town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't until years later that I put the connection together that Lord of the Rings and that was the same storyline um, because I was young. Um, and then in seventh grade, I remember I was really obsessed with Pippin and we had an art project where we had to draw a portrait and I drew a portrait of Pippin. Oh, that's <laughs> and, awesome. Yeah. So I, I, and I don't really remember much of Lord of the Rings aside from that. Like I was telling you guys earlier, like I think the last time I saw them, I was maybe 14 or so. So it's, it's mm-hmm. been a while. Um, but. I was just remembering how terrifying that, uh, that Bilbo puppet from the fellowship was to me yeah like, of all the movies that might be like this is still the scariest part to me that, that was just a bust that 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 bust exists somewhere out there in the world like they yeah. they gave it to ian holm when <laughs> the filming was his, done has it above his mantle i yeah i just like to imagine that he just has it in a room somewhere in his house and just doesn't tell anyone when they come yeah. over for the first time next and they just they the, walk um, electronic ash puppet that they made for alien <laughs> he just has that in his front hallway oh god <laughs> oh man that is one of the scariest things i've ever seen <laughs> yeah daniel radcliffe has his dead body double from a swiss army man that he just takes around with him sometimes <laughs> that's, that's awesome. so i still need to watch that a friend great. of mine keeps telling me to, it's that i need wonderful. to it, it's, it's great wonderful. yeah yeah well, <sighs> actors are strange right i mean like <laughs> no oh offense. look at this <laughs> Look at this likeness of me. I want to keep as a yeah. souvenir, it's even though like it's, it's not really a likeness of me. Yeah, well, I think it's, be- it's better for them to have it themselves than have someone else have it. I feel yeah, like. yeah so that's true. I don't. Yeah, I feel like it's like a you know a voodoo doll. Like if someone else has my likeness somewhere, yeah, who knows? Right? Like can you imagine someone just took the the dead body, Daniel Radcliffe oh double God. home. That's uncomfortable. <laughs> they yeah, just prop just it up in their front hall, wondering what's happening to it. Yeah. 
Yeah. They uh, they put it behind glass. I like to They think set it up that... like Sleeping Beauty. Oh no. <laughs> this is so creepy. <laughs> I like to think that Ian Holm has the um the crazy eyes Bilbo just in his guest bathroom. Yeah. So like whenever he has <laughs> it's on the, it's over. on the top of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> or so just it's like, just like uh, you're either looking at it or it's looking at you. <laughs> it could be like a, across from the mirror, the the sink mm-hmm. mirror. So when you look up after you're washing your hands, it's just like right behind you. Yeah, in the shower waiting uh, for you. In the shower. <laughs> you like turn on the light and it's just like oh. It's it's in the middle of the room on a pedestal. Oh my gosh! It's the only thing you can see. <laughs> just, <sighs> just that's that's great. It's it's in such a way so like if the. If the bathroom mirror is tilted ever so slightly, you can't see it, so you can get that close-it-it-jumps-you effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just thinks it's so funny. He goes in there sometimes and laughs about it. <laughs> but then people, don't, then people don't know, and that freaks him out. <laughs> That's my headcanon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ian <laughs> Holm having fun with the crazy Bilbo bust, mm-hmm. spooking yeah. all his guests. Ian Holm, if you're out there listening, uh, if you're not doing this already, do it. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you're out there listening, uh, please be on our show. But, uh... Right? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> be so intimidated to talk to Ian Holm. Yeah, I maybe maybe not. Maybe not, Ian. It'd be wonderful, though. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. Just talk. Just talk, Ian. It's we will listen. Like a whole week of just him talking. Just story time with Ian Holm. Yeah. I, I just had to double check whether he was still alive to see if that was insensitive. And he is. He is. We're good. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if he had died in the past five hours, I would have been really sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would have been horrifying. I just, like, Googled it and, like, oh, he, he just passed away. Oh, my it's God. Like, Oops. No, he's fine. That's the way I feel whenever I find out a celebrity's past is just, like, what? And I, like, I find out completely out of nowhere. Yeah. I always get really nervous when I see uh, an, an older actor's name trending on, like, Facebook or Twitter. It's just like, oh, no. Yeah. Every time Betty White's name, I'm just like, oh, no, no. Oh, it's her birthday. Okay, good. She's yeah. the last golden girl. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. better make it. <sighs> golden till the end. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, joining us this week, you guys. I hope oh, you're very you welcome. It's been fun. delightful. It's been great. Yeah, I hope you uh, are inspired to revisit these movies sometime Definitely. soon. Definitely. I, I got the extended editions yeah. right on the shelf I was just here. thinking about that. I was like, oh, no, nice. I'll watch that tonight. <laughs> Enjoy yeah, more. Enjoy more of Parrot Chompy. Yeah, and oh, Creepy yeah. Bilbo. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, once again, where can our listeners find you guys? Uh, we're we head up the good ship Point Break Minute uh, over at pointbreakminute.buzzsprout.com. Um, it's also on iTunes, Google Play, all those things. I don't think it's on Stitcher, but you can find it on most of them. Uh, and uh, I'm at marinkennedy.com. You can check out my pretty good looking website that jess's dad made for me yeah. and uh also point break minute listeners surf shop to uh continue the point break discussion Woo-hoo. nice and we are from the website duelinggenre.com and you can check out other movies by minutes um including point break minute i believe uh at moviesbyminutes.com um pretty much all of the shows are on there yeah maybe mm-hmm. they like do a really 80, good job 80 something now 70 yeah 70 80 there's oh a whole man, lot. it's like doubled since we first started mm-hmm. doing Lord of the Rings yeah. Minute. And there, I know there's many more in development. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. So check that out. And special thanks once again to our Patreon associate producer, Ed Foster. I hope everyone has a good weekend, and we'll be back on Monday with Minute 31. Bye. 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 Chompy.
Genre.